So we are going to circle back to online courses and online programs because this is a product that isn't going anywhere. What's happening is we're creating habits or we're starting to learn new habits. We're educating people to learn online and they will continue to do so. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome to today's episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, joined by my lovely friend, as always, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. We're back for another Thursday. It's exciting. I know. I'm surviving my first lockdown with aplomb, uh, doing quite well. (laughs) And uh, I've had um, quite a bit of success over the last couple of weeks since an untimely passing of my Pet pooch, which was actually Aww. hit me a lot harder than I, I thought it. Uh, I thought it would. And never, obviously, don't really consider that sort of thing. But uh, been quite sad. But I think well, our, our are, pets are a part of our family. Sorry about that. That happens. That's all right. Yeah, we we've, all we can do is pick ourselves up and, and move on, right? So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, well, I'm glad that you've picked yourself up and you're moving on and you've had some success. That's awesome. Absolutely. Got to got to have something to focus on. Actually, some exciting news. The feedback. I guess we the episode we we ran on building an effective team a few weeks back in episode three hundred and one. Uh, some amazing feedback, guys. I really appreciate your support and shout outs for that particular episode. Absolutely, I've had emails, I've had texts, I've had uh, phone calls with people reaching out. They really enjoyed that episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go and jump in and have a listen to episode three hundred one, where we talked about building an effective team. In fact, I think even after we got off the episode, Sam, and we recorded it. <laughs> we did. We gave each other virtual high fives, didn't we? So that, that was a good one. <laughs> Ironically, you know, and one of the things I love about podcasting and, and particularly podcasting with you, Sam, is that we always walk away from a podcast with, with fresh ideas. Absolutely. Uh, and I've actually put a few of those ideas in place with my team as well and, and uh, have restructured our weekly team meeting to include our purpose, mission, and values, every single team meeting. That's um, awesome. And the feedback from the team has been really positive about that. They they really feel like they're, they're much more connected to our business and our purpose now, which is exciting. That's super good. It, it is awesome having a podcast. I feel like we have our own little private coaching sessions that are publicly listened to every single episode. It's awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, we want to, today, we're going to talk about a few things, and, and one of those is, is the new normal. I'm sure if you're like us, your news feed and certainly your news cycle is completely dominated by number of cases this week and today and, you know, further lockdowns wherever you are. It seems that we, we can't really get away from it at the moment. But it is, is this new normal, and I, I guess this idea of normal is, a, is an interesting concept in itself, isn't it, Sam? Absolutely. Well, you know, when we, you know, last March we started talking about when the new normal happens, but essentially we're in it because the normal is what happens every day, and we're living it day after day after day. So we're in the new normal. Yeah, and I think it's how, you know, it's, it's up to us as individuals on how we respond to what that normal actually looks like. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you can either sort of put a hand to the sand. And I think, you know, sometime last year, I may have even mentioned that I connected with a guy on LinkedIn and, and, and he said, I'm just putting my business on hold for a little bit while this all blows over. I wonder how that's working out. I mean, really, we can have a little laugh about it, but it's actually not funny. This is affecting a lot of people and not just in a negative way, also in a positive way. You were telling me a story before we started recording about a magician. Um, Why don't you share that little story? Yeah, it was a really good one, actually. I was on a, a business intensive, I think, two weeks ago now, and in one of our little breakout sessions, the, the organiser had arranged for some, you know, light entertainment, right? Uh, and it got a magician in. Now, magicians obviously, you know, normally require an audience. It's very difficult to be a magician without an audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the cool things that he'd done and how he'd pivoted his business when taken his, you know, his magic act into a bit of a web show. And so, you know, we all got on Zoom and we called people out of the audience as you would in a, in a real live audience. And, you know, said, here's the trick, pick a card, let me show you, blah, 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 and, you know, magically produce the cards on demand and the signatures and all the fun stuff that you see magicians kind of do and everyone's sitting there going, how do you do that? It was amazing. <laughs> but really good example of a pivot, and we hadn't talked about pivot or realignment for, for quite some time, but this was a way that he was able to then deliver his product, right, to an audience in quite an innovative way that, you know, to deal with this normal situation that we find ourselves in right now. And, you know, and, and sadly for old mate last year who said, I'm just going to put things on hold for a bit. The reality is that most of us don't have, you know, probably can't go two or three months without, you know, without an income. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of people, uh, you know, stood down from jobs, particularly in Australia right now. I've had quite a few conversations about people's being stood down or, you know, have their, and their hours reduced. Mm-hmm. And you know, people a lot for a lot of people, they're living paycheck to paycheck is is a real reality. And, and you can fix that to an extent. You can tighten your belt to an extent. But ultimately, I think it, as as business owners, it's down to us to really control our destiny. Absolutely, right? no one else will. We will control. You know, we have to control the pace of dialogue with our clients. We have to control the pace of um, you know our business. You know, it's up to us. We can't just if we let it happen to us, we're not going to be in a very good. Uh, very good space for very long anyway. Absolutely. So we are going to circle back to online courses and online programs because this is a product that isn't going anywhere. It's still highly sought after from a sales perspective or from a customer's perspective. And whilst you might think that everyone's doing online courses, they're actually not. There's a lot of people out there that are learning or upskilling online. So there is a huge demand for online courses or online programs. I think probably even more so, you know, given the given the new normal, given the situation we all find ourselves in, um, the ability to deliver your product or service, you know, via uh, online is is even more critical than I think than ever before. Even for even me, a Luddite that I am, actually not really a Luddite, I can say that. I don't shop online very often, but I bought something on, on the online shopping cart this morning as well. Wow. Where me? I know, right? My, uh... I, bought a pair of, I bought some scissors and a pair of clippers because my son is starting to look like uh, Cousin It, right, complete with red hair. <laughs> he wants a haircut. <laughs> I he did wants, my... He looks, well, two things, two things. So firstly, I bought the product online, uh-huh. right, and it'll get delivered via contact just delivery over the next couple of days. 
And secondly, he he's decided that he said, Dad, I want a mid-taper fade. I don't even know what I that know is. I know you're looking at me Right strange. now I'm feeling really old because I've got a feeling I should know what this is. Well, you're like, you know, you, you've got, you know, shoulder, shoulder length, <laughs> blonde locks, uh, you know. But so what did I do? Because I don't know how to do a mid-table fade. I got online, I jumped on YouTube, and I, I researched a bunch of videos on how to deliver him this haircut because he can't go out to a barber to, to get that like he normally would be able to. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's just today for me, there's two things that I've been trying to do and I've purchased product online and I've sought and found um, education mm-hmm. online as well. And if we start to think about, you know, how this has become our new normal, how we find and search for information, how we buy product, this is going to be with us not just this is not a passing phase. This is a trend that will continue and it's up to us as the business owner, do we either control the pace of that for us mm-hmm. or let it pass us by? Absolutely, because what's happening is we're creating habits or we're starting to learn new habits. I'm training with my personal trainer online. I'm in another health program that we're doing online. I'm not likely with my personal trainer. I will definitely go once we're allowed out, I'll be back in the gym. But, you know, some of those other things, I will continue to be in those programs online. So what we're doing is we're educating people to to learn online and they will continue to do so. Yeah, absolutely. This episode is made possible by Your Podcast Concierge. Editing your podcast can be time-consuming. Your Podcast Concierge offers comprehensive and affordable podcast production and social media marketing services to help you grow your podcast and business faster. Go to yourpodcastconcierge.com and book a call via the Let's Talk button on the homepage and receive 50% off your first month when you mention Thought Leaders Business Lab. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about that, right? And I think one of the things that obviously, you know, we kind of want from online courses is this <laughs> magic silver bullet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that we think if we create the online course, they will come. I'm sorry, Kevin Costner, if you build it, they will not come. <laughs> you've still got to you've still got to market it. But I think something that you said before this episode actually really resonated with me that um, a couple of people like Tony Robbins, and I think you mentioned. Uh, another lady Denise well. Duffield Thomas yeah okay, so Denise Tony Duffield Robbins Thomas. when he did his first program he had three people enroll um, Denise Duffield Thomas had five people enroll uh, certainly when I did my first online course I also had three people enroll so I think that people have this expectation that they're going to launch their online course and have you know 30 40 50 people in or, or sometimes even more but I think it's about not just um it's not about setting expectations and playing small and saying, oh, well, I'll only get three. I mean, that's my story. That's their story. But it's about managing your expectations and just putting yourself out there, pressing go, getting it done, and then repeating the process. Because what I have seen with myself, with all of my clients, is that when you just continue time after time after time, essentially, you know, as an average, will double your intake every time. So it doesn't take that long and you're getting good numbers. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? It's the it's the consistency as well, right? If you're doing an online course where suddenly, you know, that's a new thing for your clients and your audience, it actually takes them, to, even though you've adjusted to it, it takes them, them time to adjust as well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
because they're not used to seeing you show up in that particular way. Yeah. So, so don't allow the, oh, I might fail or what if I only get, you know, a small number, don't let it get in your way. Don't let that be your story. Get out there and, and get going because once you've got that starting point, it's a lot easier to, to continue and to get better results as you go through. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's one thing I want to address here. Um, yeah, and, and certainly this is something that you and I have both faced as well, Sam, is that when you put your course out and you only get three people or four people or five or whatever the number happens to be, the immediate thought is that you've overpriced it. Mm-hmm. And there is a, oh, my God, maybe I should lower the price mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of thing. What's, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, that is tricky. Sometimes it may be that. But from what I've seen most times, it's not that. Um, in actual fact, what I feel the biggest problem is that I see is people giving up too early. So if they've got a course that's launching, you know, they they see low numbers or maybe they get disappointed because they don't do their sales off their webinar or whatever it is, and they kind of take their foot off the accelerator. Now, I don't know if you remember, Tim, in the first time we launched KBLF, we had someone sign up 10 minutes into our first session. Can you remember that? I was like, like, wow. (laughs) Oh, we'll let this person in. (laughs) Because we did not take our foot off the pedal until like right up till we did it. And I know that the second time we launched, I think we had a couple of people join after we'd done the first session and they sort of came in on that second and the third session. I think we actually did in the first, in the first round as well, because We, we marketed and talked about it right up to the moment that, that we had that, that launch or that what you, first what session. What do you think the, the, you know, the markers of success are? What do you need to be successful? If, you know, and I know if you're listening to this and thinking, you know, okay, maybe I should do an online course. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the sort of the markers of success? What, what do you, you, know, you need other than two exceptional coaches? Of course, of course, amazing coaches right. like us. Apart from that, I think that the first thing you need to know is who's this one person that you say, who is the one person that you're selling to? Where I see a lot of people get this wrong is they go, okay, well, it could be good for this person and this person and this person and this person. But the problem is that each of those people, even though it could help all of them from a marketing perspective, when you're unable to clearly articulate the one problem that that one person has, your marketing just falls short of of really reaching any ears. So I think the very first thing is who's the one person that you're helping and what's the one problem that you're helping them solve? Yeah, it, it, it is a hard thing. I think that's an important lesson in business in general as to who's this one person because there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that one person, except maybe one-legged dwarf astronauts, right? That might be a small niche. Probably. But if you're helping one-legged astronauts get back into space, right, those people will sign up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. however many there are (laughs) yeah and if that's your one person and the one problem you're solving then you're unlikely to get different types of astronauts (laughs) like what give me give me something to work with here tim (laughs) that's that's i mean that's super specific right but you don't even you don't need that specific but if we think about you know certain niches I, i was 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 talking to someone the other day about electrical contractors 
uh, in Australia. And so companies, not just sole operators, but electrical contractor companies in Australia and thinking, oh, that's pretty specific, right? You know, there are 7,800 of those businesses in Australia. Wow. That's decent. So it's a decent number. And Australia is only a population of, you know, 35, 40 million. If we went took that to the US where the population is 10 times the size, we can add another zero on the end of the number of electrical contractors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 7,800 becomes Mm 78,000 across 50-odd states, right? So, you know, even in your one state, if you're in the US, you could pick you know, there'd be an audience of, you know, two, three, four, five thousand in your one state. And so you can get very, very specific like that. Right? And if you were to niche a bit further, you don't need 7,000 clients, mm-hmm. right? You know, for most people, 10, 20 clients will absolutely completely transform their business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? From, I'm doing okay to I'm a baller. Yeah, Absolutely. Right? And so, you know, by, I think by doing that one person, it, it's, you know, it's uh, you start to speak more specifically to them. And they resonate. They sit up and start to pay attention to you as well. Absolutely, because instead of them just seeing an idea or, or some sort of vanilla message floating through their news feed, and that's all it is, you know, they'll be scrolling. If there's that one person and they see that, they're like, oh, that's me, they will stop. So it's about stopping the scroll um, and making sure that you're connecting with that one person. That's right. I think you said, what's the user? Scroll stoppers. Scroll stoppers, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. And once we've got that one person, we need to talk about the one problem, right? What is this thing that we are going to fix? Right? And it needs, to be, it needs to be the one problem that you help people solve. I know that sounds really obvious, but some people miss that ever so slightly. So really think about what is that one problem that you help them solve? What's the um, You know, if we roll back to KBLF, what what was that for you? Let's let's talk about that one as an example. So KBLF, yeah. our our audience for KBLF was, um, you know, experts or or subject matter experts, mm-hmm. um, who were trying to build an online course very very quickly. Absolutely, and just for those that don't know, KBLF is Knowledge Business Launch Formula. So it was experts who had who had an, an, an experts that had an expertise <laughs> that were really packaging that up to sell it in an online course. Yeah, and, we, and, and, and when we said really quickly, we, and we did the, the thing in 30 days or less, and literally it was a 30-day program, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Right? Because at that stage when we launched that program, it was very early on in COVID in, in Australia and you know, Melbourne was getting shut down and everyone was going, oh, my God, what's this thing that's, mm. that's come? You know, it was over in China a little while ago and now it's here, <laughs> you know, and everyone, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of panic and a lot of people talking about pivoting and, and, and going online um, and people needed to do it quickly. So that's why we phrased that thing, right? Do you need to get online quickly? And, and this, is you, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. This is what we can help you with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So one person, one problem, one promise. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention here is, you know, I have talked about starting slow in don't worry about that number that you get, but there are a couple of things that you can do right now to prepare or a couple of accelerators to prepare for when you either do your next launch or or you're launching your brand new online program. And the very first ones of those is to build your list now, a lot of people talk about building lists and you may be thinking, yep, that's a sometime in the future 
thing or they think that launching their online course is about uh, list building, but really you need to start thinking about this and doing this all day, every day, essentially. I think this is a this is a good business fundamental as well. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not building your, and we don't mean your social media connections, mm-hmm. right? social media connections are just the foundation. You're borrowing someone's audience there. You really want to be looking at every single day, how do I move those social media connections into my database? Mm-hmm. Right? That's the list. That's the thing that you own. That's, the, that's an incredibly valuable business asset. Right? And we'll share a story here of a, a retail store I worked with a little over two and a half years ago now, and we were building a list for them of, of people who had registered or booked, made bookings at their restaurant and joined their fan club and stuff. Uh, now, I can, talk, I can talk about this because the, the business has actually closed down subsequently, right? um, but that was a, you know incredibly valuable asset. You can imagine what that asset would be worth now when you know they're trying to talk to people about taking home deliveries. Mm, absolutely. Uh, communicating to their audience who make regular bookings about saying, we're still open. <laughs> do you want to do a drive-by and pick up a burger or something on the way? Mm-hmm. Right? And so at any stage in your business, and, and now more so than ever, you, you absolutely have to be looking at how you continually build your database of, of prospects, clients, collaborators. Absolutely. So that's, that's the first accelerator, build your list and continue to build your list. And ways that you can do that is by offering a free resource. Um, we, we've talked about this on episodes before. So if you want to know how to build your list, I'll link up some episodes in the show notes. But the other thing is social media. You just mentioned that, Tim, and I think mm. it's really important to Choose the one social media platform that you want to be on and really spend your time on that one platform and engage and build your audience. I think yeah. that a lot, but um, trying to spread yourself thin over, over many, if you haven't got your foundations in place, can be very, very tricky. Yeah, look, get really good at one before mm-hmm. you start trying, before you're mediocre at all. Um, yeah. It is you know, if, if, if we consider trying to launch a rocket off this little, you know, blue planet of ours, if you don't put enough fuel in, it's not going to go anywhere. And yep. in some cases, your social media is a little bit the same, right? We need to reach escape velocity. And so that means we need to get really, really good at doing that one thing before we suddenly try and, you know, spread those efforts across a whole bunch of different platforms and not do any of them well. Absolutely. And one of the things that we're talking about by not doing any well and this is something that I think always should have been something that we focused on, but even more so now is that actual real person interaction. That is what's going to get the cut through. I um, had a few LinkedIn requests come through last week and I just picked up my phone for all of them and sent them a voice note that said, you know, thanks for connecting. I just had a look at your profile and I gave them some specific like, you know, talked about them and I saw that you did this and that looks amazing and I'd love to connect. And I kid you not, the messages I got back from these people, one of them went, oh, my God, you're a real person. (laughs) Because there are so many people out there that are just doing copy and paste or have the VA doing a copy and paste. We can smell it a mile off. Yep. So if you are going to get a VA to do that for you, make sure that it sounds like you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying I'm not saying don't get a VA, like definitely get a VA, but just be very 
aware of how you're showing up and engaging with your audience. Mm, absolutely. I think it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's very easy to stand out with a little bit of effort. Very easy, very easy. Um, I did connect with someone on Instagram after a clubhouse. Obviously, um, Instagram is the, or, and Twitter, but I use Instagram more, is the platform that we direct people to from clubhouse. And I connected with someone and within 30 seconds, I kid you not, he sent me a voice note. Hey, I just checked out your Instagram, love your branding, love what you're about, love this show. And yeah, we ended up having a conversation on voice note on, over DM. Uh, it was on a Saturday morning for about half an hour. And mm. just from him reaching out with a personal vo- voice note and me saying, oh, real person, love this, I actually bought his product. No, it was a membership. It was only $15 a month, but I signed up straight away because I loved it. Um, I loved what he was about, and we've gone on and done a couple of collaborations since. So it, it's amazing how much you can stand out just by showing up and saying hi. Yeah. Yeah. And look, not a lot of effort. <laughs> not, not a lot of effort, really. No, um, exactly. It, it's funny how when I mean, we talk about sort of simplifying things a lot um, and, and trying to simplify things a lot, but it's actually a little bit of complexity actually makes things seem more simple. Mm. Absolutely. I would agree with that. I think yeah. that distilling things down and making them as simple as possible, it is is what will give you the cut through. Absolutely. Now we're going to go into these ideas and a bunch more in an upcoming workshop um, on how to design, build and launch your online program. Um, so it's complimentary. If you want to come along and check that out, we'd love to have you. We're going to go into these things in a bit more detail about how you can, uh, you know, create something that is is going to continue to, I guess, feed you and your family and, you know, create an impact for you um, going forward in a couple of weeks' time. Um, we're going to talk about more that more on our next episode as well, but uh, take, keep an eye out for that and uh, we hope you can join us on it. Absolutely. It's been great to hang out with you, Tim. And thank you so much to, uh, for listening to this episode and for joining us chatting about the new normal. If you have got value from this episode and you are on your phone, just uh, we would absolutely appreciate if you could scroll up to the top, hit that share button and share it with someone else that you know would get value. And while you're there, hit the follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what podcast app you are on. Thanks so much for joining us today and we look forward to seeing you next week. Ciao, ciao. It's been great to share another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast with you. If you want more, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes, the links from today's sponsors, and to download your detailed episode companion for the extensive notes and value bombs we shared today. And if you're looking to connect with other experts and change makers just like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at samanthariley.global forward slash podcast.